Season 1, Episode 21. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to talk about this idea of being a quote-unquote cool adult and what that really means in terms of how we engage and connect with youth. You might be wondering why I think it's important to talk about this. The honest truth, sometimes we let preconceived ideas get in the way of our connecting and our work with young people. And one of those ideas is that we need to be cool. That's why this is important and why I want to focus on it today. So let's go ahead and get started. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is my hashtag podcast, where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. If I asked you the question, what makes an adult cool? What would your answer be? And if I had asked you that question when you were a teenager, would your answer have been the same? As I thought about what makes an adult cool, a few shows and movies came to mind. Throughout movies and TV shows, we often see the life of teenagers and kids portrayed. And inevitably, some of this plays out in a classroom, because after all, that's where this age group tends to be. In the TV show Boy Meets World, most people remember Mr. Feeney. But the kids would not have called him cool. No, they would have referred to Mr. Turner, who drove a motorcycle to school and dressed more casually and in leather, as cool. Or in the short-lived TV show Schooled, Lainey would have been considered cool. She was a young teacher. She was gone out to L.A. to make it in the music industry. She dressed cool. She talked cool. She acted cool. And in the TV show Glee, William Schuster would have been considered cool because he fought for the kids' ability to be who they were and different, and he danced and sang around with the kids. In the movie Dead Poets Society, Mr. Keating was cool. He was the teacher that jumped on desks. He taught differently than the other teachers, and he pushed the kids to think for themselves. And in the rom-com Never Been Kissed, teacher Sam Coulson is young, handsome, and hip. All five of my examples have some serious problems because there were boundaries crossed by each of these teachers in one way or another. But my point is that we paint an image of what cool looks like, acts like, talks like, and even believes. The truth, however, boils down to something different. Before I reveal that truth, let's begin with some of our preconceived notions of what being a quote-unquote cool adult looks like. First, let's look at age. There is a belief that most youth pastors, ministry leaders, and volunteers that work with young people need to be a younger adult to fully know how to connect with youth. A lot of times we see a common age of early 20s and 30s for these persons. We may even assume that that is the right age to work, serve, and volunteer within youth ministry. A lot of times these same persons are in a pre-parenting stage of life or they have very little children, infants and toddlers. There are also assumptions made by others and even by ourselves at times that older adults cannot connect with young people or cannot connect as well as someone who is younger. There can even be the belief that young people do not want to be around someone who is their parents' age. 
On the flip side, many people believe that a young adult professional is not the best person to work with teens or tweens because they are too close in age. They may even treat that young adult professional like a teenager themselves. Second, youth slang and language. There is also a preconceived notion that we as adults need to know all the slang and all the language that young people use in order to be cool. And sometimes we're even encouraged to not just know that language, but use that language as a way to connect and relate more with young people. Third, how we dress. In our culture today, there is sometimes a push to look young and dress younger than we actually are. This plays into this preconceived notion or idea that we need to rock those skinny jeans or the vans or the retro t-shirts in order to fit in and to be able to engage our young people. Fourth, social media. And our fourth preconceived notion I want to address today is social media, and specifically our role as an adult on it. It's not uncommon in youth ministry to believe that we as adults need to not only know this social media, but we need to have active and engaged accounts on every single app that our young people use. You've probably figured out by now that I don't believe these preconceived notions to be true. I don't think that I need to be a certain age in order to connect with young people and be a caring adult in their life. I don't need to be a certain age or in a certain stage of life to be able to have meaningful conversations. It's really a heart issue about how we engage and connect with young people. I don't believe that I need to use the slang or language of our young people in order to be considered cool. Did you know that as an adult, and particularly as a parent to a teenage daughter and son, I am continually learning new words and new slang. Why, just last week, I learned that bussin' means good as it relates to how something tastes and chuggy means unstylish or uncool. Now that I know these things, does it mean I'm going to go out and start using them as key parts of my vocabulary? No, not at all. I might occasionally throw them out when we are talking with our daughter or son to joke around, but they are not my words. There is a balance of knowing the terms and also asking what those things mean. That doesn't indicate or signal that you need to use them in order to build a relationship with young people. In fact, I'm of the theory that we can lose some of our credibility if we try to talk like young people. I don't believe I need to dress like the young people that I am serving. First of all, I'm pretty sure I would look silly. And second, that would be insulting to them. When I worked on staff at my church this past year, I was often asked about my t-shirts. You see, I am a lover of a good Bible verse or a design that shows my faith on t-shirts. I have quite the collection. The kids were used to seeing me in these t-shirts on Wednesday nights when I would be there with our youth group. And when I dressed differently, they would notice. They didn't need me to dress like them. Finally, I don't believe that I need to be active on all the social media. Yes, I should know what is out there and what our young people are using, but it doesn't mean that I need to spend all of my time making TikTok or YouTube videos. And it doesn't mean that I am friends and will allow full access to all of my life to those young people through my personal social media accounts. So if these things don't define a caring adult in a meaningful way, then the question becomes, what really defines a quote-unquote cool caring adult? Number one, a cool caring adult is someone that shows up consistently and genuinely cares. And by showing up, They are actively engaged with a young person. They're not just sitting there. 
They see them, they talk to them, they call them, they remember them, they use their name. And when they are not able to be present, they create other ways to connect, whether it be through a text, a chat, or even through a good old-fashioned snail mail in the form of a card. And the way they care about young people is genuine. Number two, a cool, caring adult sees potential in all young people. That adult believes that young people are capable of succeeding and they become a cheerleader, an accountability partner, a motivator. And that same adult encourages them to stretch themselves, to grow. Number three, a cool, caring adult is someone who is themselves, not someone who is trying too hard to connect. The more an adult pushes, the more likely it is that that young person will close off from them. That adult that tries to act like a young person or be their friend is missing the mark. Youth have an incredible knack for seeing through someone who's not genuine or not being themselves. It feels uncomfortable and not real to them. A cool adult is comfortable in being who they are and knows to give space for young people to come to them. Number four. A cool, caring adult believes that young people have a voice that needs to be included and heard. This adult doesn't just listen for the sake of listening. No, this adult engages and helps young people to act upon their ideas and beliefs. This adult is willing to give young people space to make decisions and to lead. They allow the young people to be active participants in a classroom, a youth group, a team, or a family. You will notice that nowhere did I put a limit on age, on slang or language used, dress or social media participation. Those things don't matter to a young person when we are talking about building genuine, caring relationships. How do I know this? Well, my 27 years of working with young people and those that work with young people have taught me this. Both my good and less than good moments of parenting my own teenagers has also taught me this. I will say that as a parent, sometimes we might feel a disconnect with our own kids, even if we do all of the things that I've talked about. If you remember, in episode 12, I talked about responsibility and autonomy. Young people are seeking that autonomy and that independence from their parents. So sometimes it may feel like your own tween or teen doesn't want you around. Yet at the same time, they really do. They want it on their own terms, and they want to lead that relationship a little bit. And we need to let them, no matter how hard that is for us. As a parent, we need to let our teens know that we love them and that we are there for them whenever they need us. We can give them space to use their own voice, and we can cheer them on. Now, you might be wondering if I consider myself a quote-unquote cool caring adult. And my answer is... It really doesn't matter what I think. But no, I don't consider myself cool. I consider myself called to love young people and to help them grow. I consider myself equipped to serve our youth. In the end, though, what really matters is if young people see me as someone who genuinely cares about them, sees potential in them, will consistently be there for them, values them, and is honest with them about who I am. I don't worry about being cool. I focus on using the gifts that God has given me to connect with young people. You see, young people who spend time with me know I joke around and that I like to laugh, but they also know that there is a serious side I have that is willing to be vulnerable and truthful. I talk about how I mess up and I struggle in my own life. 
And they also know that I'm going to hold them accountable for the things that they say and do. Please know that I have very clear boundaries about what I will and will not share with young people. And I will talk about these things in a future podcast episode. These same young people that I spend time with, they also know that I am a hugger. And those that need that sense of physical touch know that they can come to me for a hug. In fact, it's not uncommon on a youth group night for me to be walking down the hall and be stopped by youth in my group or others that have just gotten to know me that want to be hugged and to be truly seen. I'm not the only caring adult that does this, but it is one of my giftings and God allows me to use it. Yes, it is an appropriate hug and I'm always cautious to make sure I am not alone in a room with a young person. And I always ask if I can give them a hug I guess I felt the need to put that disclaimer here, and we will talk about that again in a future episode. And when I'm connecting with youth, if I don't understand something they said or don't know what they mean by a word, I ask. Oh, I get laughed at sometimes, but I always tell them to tell me so that I don't look like a fool around other young people. Side note, I don't really care if I look like a fool to other young people in regards to their slang usage, but they don't need to know that. Or if I am with a group of youth and they do use slang and I can still carry on a conversation with them because I know the word that they used, they are often surprised. It has helped to break down their assumptions about me just because I'm an adult and a parent. And let's be honest, sometimes it's kind of fun to surprise young people with what you know. By now, if you've listened to other podcast episodes from me, you've probably figured out that I can't leave a podcast without posing at least one challenge or asking you to reflect at least once on your own work with young people. So here goes. My challenge for you this week is to ask young people in your own life what makes them want to be around you. Or if you want to keep it more general, ask them what makes an adult cool to be around. You might be surprised by what they tell you. Let me say it one more time. In the end, it really doesn't matter if I think I'm a cool adult, a cool parent, a cool pastor, a cool anything. Honestly, it really doesn't even matter if young people think I'm cool. What matters is that I am willing to be there for them and want to help youth become exactly who God wants them to be. I want to share my faith and my love of Jesus with all young people. And between you and me, if anything would actually make me cool, It would be the fact that Jesus loves me. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 9.37 tells us. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.